This is Healers Helping Healers Radio Show. Thanks for listening. Hello, friends, and welcome. We're doing a bit of an impromptu live show today, from the 27th of August. And we were just kind of, my husband and I, Todd Schaefer, were just kind of sitting around thinking about what kinds of things we could talk about today. So we were talking about understanding the possibilities um, of consciousness. And he felt very drawn to express some of those things that he was wanting to bring out. And as we are kind of learning the system here with Blog Talk Radio, we are learning how to co-host. And we can even see here now that he is, in fact, on the air. So, hello, Todd. How are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Well, um, as most people know, you're my husband. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And my name is Kira Schaefer, as I said before. So, we are learning about... um, the possibilities in consciousness. So I'm going to let you kind of take over now, Todd, and just start talking about what you were feeling and thinking when this idea came to you today. Well, it's been something that I've, I've thought about quite a bit over, over time. Um, I guess it came in with some more clarity today. And that is that, Oh boy, it's kind of a big topic. Um, but I guess the real thing to say about it, just for starters, is just to say that we don't have as many choices as we think we have when it comes to uh, consciousness. Now, yes, we can choose to to do anything we want at any time, um, but I guess it comes down to choice. Like, really, what is what is choice? You know, what is a, poss- a new possibility in consciousness? What does it really look like? Um, now, let me put it into terms that are more understandable. When we have more limited possibilities in consciousness, we are more likely to make the same types of choices that occur to us via gravity, okay, via a pull towards something. All right, that gravitational pull is a pull to our past. It's a pull to, it could be a pull to fear. It could be a pull to um, choices that other people have made uh, in our family, like an ancestral pull, uh, um, be it choices that our living family has made or choices that we've made over the many, many years, of over eons, um, the types of work that we do. So the more we're tied into uh, um, consciousness in the old way, um, the more likely we are to kind of have those choices almost kind of be made for us. Now, they, that, now they, they may be choices that feel real to us, and they're they're not wrong choices by any means, but they're choices that are kind of based on the path that we've walked, 
um, be it in this life or in past lives, as opposed to um, the path that we haven't walked yet. That's kind of the in-the-surface um, explanation so far. Very cool. Okay, so um, we're looking at, from what I understand, we're looking at choices and helping people to understand that there is more to their growth and um, and then maybe what they have been predisposed to in the past or looking at other uh, people in their life that maybe have made choices and they might be going in the direction that, that those people were going in because it maybe was safer. Would you say that that's something that's true or what do you feel about yeah, that? Yeah, I would. I would. I would say it's it's definitely safer. Um, it, it, um, if it's an older choice, it's going to be a safer choice. Uh, I, I guess another way to illustrate it would be like the law of attraction, um, focusing on the better feeling thoughts and the joyful things. That is focusing on the source and the God stuff, right? Um, and that's good because that is getting us into freedom, into higher consciousness. But the reason it, it doesn't happen very quickly is because um, <clears throat> unless you're really, really aligned with it, right, which is, which is great when it does happen, um, but the reason it doesn't happen really, really quickly, it, it's like, takes some time to prime the pump, um, is because it takes time to get your whole self into alignment with it, right, by putting your attention <clears throat> on something and keeping it on that thing. Um, and that's what it takes to do it. But the reason it, it um, tends to be a slower process is because there's such gravity weighing us back down into those old patterns. And gravity is going to feel like going back to our usual mindsets, uh, okay? Uh, going back to our usual feelings, you know? Um, now, we can use the mind and, and hopefully our emotions and our alignment to make a deliberate choice to continue moving towards those better feeling thoughts, which which exists outside of the gravity, it exists out. It exists in the source. It exists outside of our past, and that's when the really really cool stuff happens. Um, but but we have to be willing to take those steps uh, and to trust in that regard, um, and that's like one way to get out of that old consciousness is by continually focusing on those really, really good things. Um, and then by, by virtue of those things not being a focal point anymore, the old things, that is, um, they are less of a gravitational component or an attractive component in what we bring to us. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. So you spoke about trust, and tell me what happens when people begin this process that you're talking about, where they're stepping into trusting, and I mean, is it always easy, and there's no problems, or do, do things tend to come up um, that you could give either suggestions around or speak a little bit more to? About how to trust? Yeah, or once somebody begins that process of trusting, of, of taking some steps out of the norm, um, 
what they could experience in those situations. Um, you know, is it always super great, or do they do you foresee that people could have some challenges there? What are your thoughts? I would some I would summarize it by saying. Um, <clears throat> Trusting yourself is the most important thing to do um, to develop. Um, but trust means recognizing that everything that comes up for you happens for you and not to you, right? If something happens to you, then, then you're more of a victim to it and you're not seeing that you're the one who's creating it. If it's happening for you, uh, then you acknowledge that anything that comes into your awareness, whether you are, uh, aware of it deliberately being created by you or not um, is 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 your is your creation. So so you can look at everything around you and just say, okay, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. Any circumstance or any type of emotions that are listening eliciting from anyone else, that's me, that's me. I'm having a um, I'm a component in that being drawn to me kind of thing. Um, so accepting that uh, those things as they happen is that is a trust uh, process in motion, okay? So um, since everything does come up for us, then when we, when we start to use it as something that is a tool for our growth instead of, say, denying it or calling someone a name and, and, you know, pushing it away and resisting. That would be the opposite of what I'm saying right now, which is embracing everything that happens as a part of your <clears throat> opportunity for development. That's the trust process in motion is understanding that we invite it in and embracing it when it does show up. And that moves us forward in our path more quickly and that helps us to break out of that old gravity and that old consciousness more quickly when we wake up to what's happening uh, right now and accepting it. Does that help? <clears throat> yes, that was perfect. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's so good to have you on the show <laughs> because oh, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you help uh, clarify some very uh, sometimes difficult subjects, you know, I mean, if you think about, you know, what we bring to us and, and how we do it and taking responsibility for those things that do come and becoming curious about what new things can be on the rise for us as well. Mm -hmm. um, there can be some really uh, cool things that happen, but then also some things that uh, aren't so cool, you know, like, you know, a uh, relationship ending or uh, a job ending or, you know, a friendship uh, stopping or something like that. And, mm -hmm. and to take responsibility for those things that uh, we are responsible for, but then remembering that there are times when uh, we don't know uh, what's the best thing for us. And when we're stepping into that trust place, it's so easy to um, look around and go, well, where's everybody going? You know, what's, what's mm -hmm. happening? Where's, why is this thing falling apart from me? Or why is this thing not coming together for me? Why is it not coming together for me in this quick, fast, easy way when I'm trusting, you know? So it's kind of a feeling to me of, of, of 
disallowing the things to leave as much as we allow those things to come in and, uh, and trusting the entire process all at the same time. So those are some good words of wisdom that you have for us. Great. What else? Yeah. What else can you tell um, us about? Yeah, you said, I mean, you said some really great things there. Um, um, boy, I'm just, it's just a matter of choosing. <laughs> when, yeah, yeah, when things leave, um, it's really, I mean, no matter what it looks like or, or how painful it is, it can be hard because of the gravity involved um, to, uh, to, to not judge that. You know, it can be hard to, it can be easy to judge it and say, oh, man, this is falling, this is falling apart. This isn't working for me, da, 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 da. And it's really, it really takes a bit of self-work to get out of the mindset of, well, I think I know how my life is supposed to go for me, you know. Um, and when we think we do know how it's supposed to go, we're going to have a lot of opinions about how things are happening and and if they are happening a certain way no matter which way they're happening we're going to have a pretty strong opinion about it being uh good or it being bad you know oh my relationship is ending that's bad right if i have an opinion or oh i don't have that job anymore that's bad um and uh if we have opinions about those changes and those transitions, um, it can be really easy to fall out of trust and just to recognize that we're actually not in trust. Um, and as we do that, um, that comes with a lot of opinion and a lot of judgment about our circumstances because we're not understanding at that moment that things you have, I think, I think you said it, we have to let go of something that's leaving in order to invite uh, something else in. Not all the time, but uh, you got to give up good to get great sometimes. Uh, I think I read in a book, um, you know, your best thinking got you to where you are now. But that that may not necessarily get you to where you are to be next, you know. So um, I think it's there's a million different directions we could go with this, but um, I think one a good takeaway in this moment is is just trying to relinquish our opinions about situations and people and things and how things are going, and try to surrender to things as they as they come, and uh, and that's a that's a way that we can practice uh, trust, and it's totally okay to go after things that feel joyful, you know, that's the law of attraction and motion. That's, that's trust. It's okay to want things. It's okay to uh, pursue things, but, um, but just to not have any judgment about um, how those things unravel is going to be um, uh, a better practice of trust. You are absolutely, totally, awesomely right. And I love that that we are talking about opinion. So, you know, um, we are making meaning, you know, giving something meaning. Uh, And that's like the ACIM, you know, work there, Course in Miracles work, where, you know, today I'll judge nothing. You know, nothing means anything. 
I don't know what anything means or what anything's for, like our coach, John L. Levesque talks about. And so, um, so I love that, you know, releasing the opinions that we have. And, and that's something that I say a lot and, uh, and I've been taught to say is that, you know, I don't know, I don't know what this means. I don't know what anything means or what anything's for. And so I relinquish my opinion of what's happening and I just, you know, we could have opinions about so many things that are happening in the world right now, but if we just take a step back, there's so many really good things that are happening simultaneously. And if we release our opinion, then we can broaden our scope and allow a deeper uh, relationship with the good that's, that's going on uh, simultaneously. And since our minds are negatively geared, it wants to hold that negative opinion so that we can stay safe and we can get out of that problem or that situation. So we're working mm -hmm. against our egoic mind that is saying, wait, we, I, have to have, I have to have an opinion because people who don't have an opinion, they're suckers and they could get hurt, et cetera. Um, what I kind of thought of too, when you were talking about that, I was talking about, I was thinking about Deepak Chopra's where he said, he said, when, when quantum physics, we're, we talk about a theorem, proving a theorem, proving a theorem, and then we have to take a quantum leap because at some point theorems stop being able to prove themselves because there's something that is, it doesn't, it, it, it doesn't compute there. It's outside of our consciousness to be able to grasp it. So we have to take a quantum leap into the next section because, I mean, if you, we look at our own, um, our own evolution, you know, our own evolution took a quantum leap, you know, so, so as we're taking these quantum leaps in our own belief systems and our own consciousness, um, we are uh, releasing those opinions, we're stepping into our power, we're learning to trust because whenever we take a quantum leap, we do have to trust. And so this is, this is fantastic. Is there, what else do you want to say to us about this? Um, that <clears throat> I want to tie it together a bit and say that um, most, I believe that most, um, I want to say it the right way, um, are very well I would just say that um probably the biggest challenge I would say without question <laughs> the biggest challenge for uh human beings is to relinquish the way they think the world is supposed to function or the way that they're supposed to show up in the world because the the deep the deepest hell gravity that we have in our um old consciousness is that fear of death essentially. And transcending that is something that very few people will uh, do um, uh, uh, willingly. And if they do, um, well, number one, it's going to take time uh, to, to, to unravel that thing because it means unraveling all of that gravity, all those old aspects and ancestral ties and things like that. I will. I mean, I can personally vouch and say that that takes time and energy, and it takes some diligence and commitment. Um, and it doesn't mean. Uh, it, excuse me. It also means 
surrendering uh, what you think you know about yourself and how you think, like I said before, how you think your life is supposed to show up. So I think that people can run the risk. It can be easy to run the risk of falling victim to the ego and um, making any pursuit uh, a mere um, objectified um, thing for the for the ego to become bigger or to become, you know, hey, I'm spiritual, hey, I'm spiritual, and then I have a bigger ego about being spiritual. Well, that is an oxymoron. That's a that's a paradox, if you will, um, because yeah. you can't be you can't become more spiritual by strengthening the, the the ego and strengthening your feet in the sand kind of thing by digging your heels in more. You don't you don't become more spiritual. That's that's uh, that's that's a catch twenty two. First of all, you can't become more spiritual because you're already a child of God, and uh, nothing can change your worth about about God. It was established by God and, and nothing you can do can change that. So the first step is to stop trying to prove your worth, you know, for, for all of us. And that means stop trying to have an opinion about about our appearances and what we think we need to accomplish and who we, who we think we need to be and um, how we show up and why we're doing things and what, what we believe about why we, how we think we need to show up in the world in order to be good enough or in order to be spiritual. It means letting go of all that stuff. And if you can imagine what kinds of questions this will bring up for any person who, who ponders this kind of thing. And that is, well, what the hell am I supposed to do with myself if, if, that's, if that's the case? What do I do? What would my life look like if I start deliberately giving up um, what I thought was important about myself, you know, and then, then, then some more interesting answers uh, or considerations start surfacing and uh, such as, well, I, I should stop hiding from myself and I should stop telling myself this. Maybe I can stop telling myself this story. Maybe I can stop lying to other people about who I am, you know, we start to become a little bit more authentic when we start uh, a- a- asking, excuse me, yeah, asking these questions about what what would my life look like if I started giving up all the bullcrap, you know, and not just borrowed the bullcrap to to become a bigger bullcrapper, you know. Mm-hmm. So that authenticity piece really is hard hitting. And um, and it's it's pretty transparent too. It's pretty transparent what what we're where we're lying to ourselves and where we're not lying to ourselves, um, kind of thing. So I'm kind of going down different rabbit holes here, but um, is that making sense so far? I'm not sure. <laughs> totally, that makes total sense. And I like that you go down different rabbit holes because you know we we are just exploring together. This is an exploring day, and um, and it's it's just fantastic. I mean, just just hearing that that we can stop proving our worth, you know, because essentially that's a lying behavior because the real truth is just like you said, we're already a child of God. We're already given the keys to the kingdom. We don't have to earn them. You know, and mm-hmm. so it's really, really cool that that we're pulling that out and that you're pulling that out for us because uh, I know that I personally get stuck in that trap of 
you know, saying, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do a good enough job as a healer. Or I don't know if I'm going to say this right thing or I don't, whatever. But then I remember mm-hmm. not just a child of God, but a favorite child of God, which anybody knows what it's like to be a favorite child <laughs> uh, or a favorite of someone, you know, I have a, my dog is my favorite little dog, you know, um, that when we are favorite, that we get whatever we want and it's unconditional and it's complete and there's nothing missing, but we can turn our head and face away from that while we're working on being worthy. And so mm-hmm. I think that pulling that out is huge and especially huge for our healers that are listening to the show to remember that they already are worthy. The gifts are already there and they are meant to share them. And, and this life is meant to be shared. So Thank you for that. Yeah, the worthiness conundrum is probably one of the hardest things to pull off of because it takes understanding, it takes more awareness, and it takes uh, more conviction from that awareness that um, that that we don't need to be doing that. Uh, you know, first thing to do is for us to do is to is to recognize and become aware of where we are proving our worthiness, you know, um, and then and then to go the opposite direction, to pull off of that um, and to invite, you know, God in, you know, our soul and the Holy Spirit, um, that, that transcending force that's, that is source-based, which is, which is greater than us, and it calls upon the real part of us, our real self, not the little self. So if anybody is... Uh, listening um, about this particular point, or excuse, excuse me, if anybody's listening to themselves, you know, uh, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this a different way. You know, people have asked, you know, what is the point of spirituality? Because um, that's so confusing, um, and there's so many different rabbit holes that you can go down and no way is wrong. Okay. It's not a right or wrong game, but I think if you want to get out of, if you want to explore possibilities of consciousness, if you want to explore the possibility of getting out of the same choices, then I would go, you know, use this definition as a little bit of a guide. And that is spirituality is determining and separating the difference, knowing the difference between what is false in you and what is real in you. And once you start to gain a little bit more of that understanding, then, um, well, definitely don't choose the false you, right? You know, choose the, the real you. And when you know you're in touch with the false you, I'm not saying put it away. I'm not saying shun it. Um, I'm saying allow it to be there, recognize it. And uh, and transcend it, you know. Give it to God. Uh, uh, say a prayer in that moment to your higher self. And just that giving it over is enough to be good enough. It it is a self forgiveness exercise. So when when you are in your crap, right, uh, the gravity will tell you that you want to. Um, gravity will tell you. Uh, we need to try to fix this. We need to go back 
to we need to make this better, we need to make this right, I need to fix this, I need to change something. But that's fighting the gravity, that's fighting the ego, that's fighting the mass mind, that's getting pulled back into that illusion. Instead, we can say to ourselves, you know what? I am I'm seeing that ego is happening here right now. I'm seeing that something negative is coming up in here that's that's trying to get me to swing at a pitch in the dirt. And instead of swinging at that bad pitch, I'm going to say, you know what, Holy Spirit, please heal my mind and correct my vision, or I am seeing myself as less than worthy and whole. And, and at that point, uh, it's the Holy Spirit's function uh, to, to forgive you. Um, and you're joining with your higher self as you do that. And then um, the issue becomes neutralized, or it becomes lessened, but it doesn't become bigger as a result of something um, that you need to fight, you know. So uh, that is the forgiveness exercise. It's 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 recognizing awesome. that recognizing that we don't have to. Uh, we're not responsible for um, <laughs> for our own enlightenment. Yes, awesome, wonderful. These are wonderful words of wisdom from Todd, and these were the possibilities of consciousness. We are out of time. But um, I'm going to probably invite Todd back for a part two to this because there is so much wisdom and that he has. And so I thank you all for joining us. I hope that you all have a fantastic day. Take care. This is Healers Helping Healers radio show. Thanks for listening.